So the cool thing about the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is, you know, you never miss a thing. It's kind of tough to listen to a whole show. Um, so while we're on vacation, you know, there are going to be a mix of things that you will hear on the podcast that you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe a few that you have. That's fine. It's fun moments from the past year. May not be new stuff, but it's new to you. In case you missed it, check out our Facebook page right now for um, the big, huge picture on canvas that Murphy's dad, Dane, gave us as a late Christmas present. And um, it's because we could we traveled to the beach to be with him for Christmas, and he didn't want to carry these big gifts to the beach, which is smart. He wouldn't travel right. with them. Right. So we got a Christmas gift the other night, and it is a huge, beautiful fo- photograph that he had put on canvas you can tell he went online and yeah. found this website which is so cute to and he takes a lot of pictures and then he gave everybody a picture a personalized picture gift yeah. our girls got blankets with pictures that mean something to them there's some other gifts still to be given out to other family members that we got to take a peek at it that's really cool yeah. oh, you can't talk about no. i shouldn't but i love that you know because what my dad gives and you know is giving gifts and you know for years my mom was the one that really picked out most of the gifts you know except mm-hmm. for things like for my sister where she, he would pick out those gifts but um but that's now huge. it's it, it is a huge it, that's a huge picture but i love his gifts because they're so unique and so cool and so different and more importantly they're personal mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah what he's know, giving he there right it. because that's been a family tradition forever the summer vacations he probably takes more pictures than anybody that i've ever met he has a true love for photography and so right. you know back in the day when it was film he was already shooting a lot of pictures now that it's a digital world where it's unlimited shoot <laughs> yeah. as much as you Go want crazy he literally shoots thousands and thousands of pictures every year and i'm gonna tell you this so the same night he gave us that big canvas of us on the beach <laughs> um we walked into his house to bring him home and good night and give hugs and all that and we walk into that main area and i guess he was just waiting for our reaction he turns he flips on the light and there is a another huge canvas picture okay that he had made for himself <laughs> and man it is fine it is do you want to tell sam what it is yeah and i'm thinking that i have a picture of, of it the picture here. You do. Do with his harley or his vet it did what do you that's think? exactly what it is it's a picture of his harley that he bought in 1978 and it is gorgeous and on canvas Oh wow, that's yeah. cool! Looking. So I would we'll say that that's a Facebook super cool, too. you know, super cool picture. And when we post that, everybody's going to ask the question: Yes, that is my mother's urn. That's in the front uh, of that. Wait, I didn't realize that. You didn't know that? Yeah, that's my mother's urn. You, you, no, I was so taken with the Harley, I did not know that. Yeah, is that why you pushed it out the way? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's interesting if you look closely enough. I think it's propping the picture up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. It's, Completely it's mind blown. The whole thing is beautiful. I love it. It is very beautiful. I just didn't realize the urn was right in front yeah, of it. Yeah, mom made the picture. Okay. Um, you know, it was more than a week ago that our pug, Piggy Gaga, God um, rest her God soul, God rest her soul, passed away after about 13 years. I mean, she's 13 or 14 years old. Well, I th- really we, went, we went through it. We did the math. We got her in 2012, and the person that we got her from said that she was... Four or five. Oh, four or five? I thought she I was thought five so. or six or something like that. But anyway, I thought she was closer to 15. Yeah. So she was very old, the point being. And um, we had to take her in the middle of the night, and she was uncomfortable. So we made the family decision. We brought the girls also to an emergency vet, and she... Yeah. passed on she got the injection she crossed the and rainbow held, bridge right we held her and all that and the girls that was their first time experiencing that and um 
So during all of that, we agreed to, we had, she was asking us some questions, the vet tech, after yeah. you guys do want to have her, you know, cremated, like, is it, you want to do a communal thing? I'm like, yeah. Do you want the paw in the mail? Do you need the ashes? No, no paw ashes. Print. Oh yeah, paw print. You know, that's always that awkward moment because obviously everybody's trying to be sensitive to the situation. But you really, you don't want to have to talk about any of those things really, you know, <laughs> so I think any setting... Is yeah. like that, so right? It's time to talk money. And so we're like, and the girls are crying and we're tired and we're upset too. And it's sad and Piggy's sitting right there. And it's like, okay, yes, I don't remember clearly what we agreed to, but I'm pretty sure it was I want the paw print mailed and a communal uh, cremation sounds lovely. And we pay the bill and we leave and we move on. And day for days later, my phone is ringing these numbers I don't know and I finally um, call back and it's this place that's like we have Piggy here and I'm like still what? <laughs> yeah we have Piggy and we wanted to double check that you want communal or do you want a private ceremony private respectful scattering and here's how much it's going to cost and my thought and I was like wait we already paid like a hefty bill is this Groundhog Day (laughs) thought we already paid I'm like respectfully did we already pay for this so anyway so I found out that we we respectfully had not paid for any of that yet I thought thought that we had too it's one of those Murphy's recommendation to me was that I call back and clarify. Well, I mean, we kind of have to because you can't stay in that limbo state for long. It's like, got to do something with her, you know? I mean, so we were can, right. Can you send her back? We were right on one account and we were wrong on the other. Oh, were we? Yeah. I called back and figured it all out. Okay. Okay. We'll tell you about that coming up mm. because there is something on the way in the mail to us and it's not a paw print. Can I have some fun on another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast? We'll have another new episode after the show today. Okay, so I wanted to bring you back up to speed, guys, especially you, Murphy, on the Piggy Gaga, our pug, her remains situation because we had to have her put to sleep a couple of weeks ago. My phone was blowing up um, with the, I guess you call it crematorium place, going, hey, what do you, did you, do you yeah, want you, private? Do you want communal? What do you want? But you, you didn't recognize the number, so... <laughs> You put that one off for a few days. Didn't I you? Did. <laughs> and, anyway, and uh, and so we were we were under the impression that uh, we we're going to get a paw print in the mail, right? Ceramic right. paw print. Not just that, we Keepsake. were under the impression that we had paid for all of this ahead of time because when we paid the bill that night, we thought, yeah. okay. And then that was the phone call. It's like we need you to pick and we need you to pay. And so I called the vet to con- you know confirm, like, really, I need to call these people back. Did I really not pay for this already? And they confirmed. We paid for a paw print with our vet. So the crematorium place does separate paw prints. So I had to say no to them for that because we've already paid for a paw print. It's ready for me to pick up for Piggy. Okay, so... So who made the paw print? The vet? The vet made the paw print there. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so that's good. We already did pay for that. But no, we've not paid for the cremation yet. And so... I called the place. So are they waiting on us or have they simply extended credit? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, they're not like sitting here, you know, well, without getting graphic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right? she's fine. Have they taken care of this or not? No, you know? they were waiting for us to call. I guess they were Ship keeping. Ship her back. We'll do it ourselves. I guess they were keeping her however they keep them. You That's know what I'm disturbing. Saying? It, it is, but it happens. Yeah. Okay? okay. It happens with human life, too. It does. What do you mean it happens with human life? Waiting for people to get back with you? (laughs) I I guess so.
Anyway, Piggy. <laughs> what the, do you want us to do with your uncle? The fate of Piggy has now been decided. That you said, go ahead and do what we agreed to do, which was communal creation. Yeah, we do the right thing. Respectfully all... scattered, and then at the end of the in the middle of the call, she said, "Now with this price, <laughs> you can have a certificate of her cremation and a lock of her hair." And I was like, what? that's okay. That's okay. And then she, I give her my credit card number. We do the whole transaction. At the end of it, you know what? I'm like, you know what? Since it is included, I want the hair. So they're sending us, Murphy, a, a certificate of her respectful well, cremation yeah. and the sprinkling of her ashes with other pets. And we can go visit in the lovely gardens if we want to. <laughs> And we're getting yeah, a lock of Piggy's hair. What's odd enough is if we swept around the house hard <laughs> yeah. enough, we would find another hair. That would cost you a hundred bucks. And there's a part of me that I want to see this hair. You want Piggy hair? I got Piggy hair. Right here in my sweater. And if there's anything that you missed this week, you catch up, you know, maybe go for a run, do something healthy, stick your earbuds in and catch one of the Murphy, Sam and Jody podcast or one of our episodes of After the Show, anything that you might have missed this week. On your recommendation, Murphy and Jody, and I didn't need to find out how many stars it had, but I downloaded the Life 360 app. Yes. And I told Jackson and Parker and Maddie, my teens, download it, put it on your phone and I can keep an eye on where you guys are if I ever need to know that. Do you also like to see the phone, like how much power they have left on their phone? Yeah. And, and what's really sad is that's what I've been mainly using it for. It's like, mm-hmm, 3% again. But yeah. please tell me, learn. you're not doing the helicopter dad thing where you're immediately reaching out and saying, hey, I noticed that you're at, or oh, no, 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 recharge no. your battery. And Don't as, make them feel creepy As about far it. as location goes, I'm going to use that for, like when Jackson goes on band trips. Yeah, sure. Right, yeah. So this way I can say, okay, look, he's coming back, and now I can meet him at the school and pick it's him up. It's for convenience. Now, yeah. I wish I could see it. Like, I love like knowing when Taylor arrives at school in the morning and things like that because she drives. I'm like, I wish I could see if she's wearing that class you ring could also or not s- you that could we s- bought. You can set up a notification for uh, you know when he passes through a certain place, area, city, or whatever to give you the heads up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, can I hide myself on this app? That's what I want to know. No. Because Jackson huh. has now decided that he's going to helicopter me. Uh, as much as possible. How, in what way? Checking on it to see where I am in the afternoons. He texted me. He says, hey, come pick me up. I want to blah, 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 blah. And it was like, I'm kind of busy right now. And he, he goes, I see you're at home. And I was like, That doesn't oh, mean right. you're not busy. <laughs> right. I know. I know. And then, so uh, yesterday, I went and I was taking care of some car business. And where are you? I was like, I'm busy right now. Well, I see where you are, but where are you? And so I, it's like, I'm doing this. Why? Right. And then so, and I went to Walmart, wow. do a little shopping at Walmart. I leave Walmart as soon as I left the parking lot. So you're leaving Walmart now, huh? <laughs> wow, awesome. our and, children have uh, not done that to us, Murphy. No, they haven't. I mean, I mean, it's I, partly because he knows he can mess with me this way. So yeah. that's what, it's not really that he's keeping track of me. Man. He just wants to let me know that I can yeah. mess with you like you mess with me. Yeah, maybe he's trying to break you on this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never mind, I'm disconnecting you. Yeah, he's going to treat, so, yeah. So there is no way to hide yourself I, on this. I mean, I haven't, no. you know, we've not experienced that problem. So <laughs> I haven't checked that out yet. I don't, don't know. Don't hide yourself on it's the, the whole point is honestly overall family safety i need but i can technologically know where you are so of course i'd like to know okay and that's it i'll use that line um you guys know i had coffee with my mother this week i call it coffee with nana mm-hmm. because she's nana and i always bring the girls when i can is it as funny as riding with jerry seinfeld 
It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know. In fact, that's why I have to bring it up. Uh-huh. Um, getting coffee in the country with Nana. That's what it's called. Well, there you go. You got a new <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> okay, I hadn't seen her in a while, and I wanted to visit. So I said, hey, can we come out? I picked up the, you know, the girls from school. Taylor brought her friend Roger, and we go out and have coffee. And, you know, the thing about my mom is that she, I didn't know this was... When I was a little girl and growing up with this... I didn't know that all moms didn't talk this way. My mom is very free with whatever she says, and she always says something. I, I guess a little inappropriate, maybe. Edgy. You know, she's just a, a little edgy, exactly. Um, she's doesn't edit herself, mm-hmm. and so around the girls, our girls growing up, that's been interesting. Now, when they were little, she was never inappropriate, but you know, they're vi- this is us, and they're visiting with their grandma. And so we started talking about old music and how Phoebe really likes Stevie Wonder and Queen. And she mm-hmm. doesn't care for new music today. Almost anything she doesn't care for that's yeah. new. I mean, there's some. She likes Panic at the Disco. And, you know, that's I mean, there's true. a lot of newer stuff okay, that she that's does true. like. But, um, so, and, and Nana was like, yeah, well, I always like Tone Loke. <laughs> and she did. She still really? loves Tone Loke. Wow. Oh, totes. Man, I mean, I don't know a lot about your mom, but she doesn't strike me as a tone look person. What? Yeah, there's a lot of layers. You haven't seen her dance around the kitchen like I have. There's a lot of layers. Speaking of inappropriate, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, Murph. Anyway, so we continue our conversation. Like, have you been reading much lately? What books have you been reading, Mom? Here we go. She's like, well, no, I haven't read much. I've been enjoying. uh, She loves binging TV shows. Yeah, she does. And um, she's ready for the Crown to come back on. She's always asking me what to binge, and we had told her. I said, look, it's a little rough, but you might enjoy. Narcos. That was six months ago. Yeah. And she has watched it more than once, the whole series. Yeah. And the girls are sort of tuned out. And that's when she says, Pablo didn't, he didn't, he didn't use cocaine, but he liked his weed. <laughs> and did she say that? Yeah. And Taylor and Phoebe were like, okay. So anyway, <laughs> coffee with Nana. Did you spit your coffee at that No, point? I've been used to it my whole life. You know what? She is who she is, and I love it. Yeah, it's never you? boring. But don't be surprised if Roger doesn't come along <laughs> next time. <laughs> never boring. And if you didn't know that we have a YouTube a YouTube channel, we do have one that you can subscribe to. Catch a little video. Go along with what you listen to every single morning with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You, too, can subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> right. Nice. And, and become maybe our 20th subscriber. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I told my mom, so we got 21 oh, now. Yay. Uh, I need to tell mine. <laughs> I could tell my kids, and we'll have 50. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of my kids, I wanted yeah, to address man. something that uh, the boys, two of the boys, Jackson and Parker, have been asking me about lately. And I think kids of, of divorce may... It may be good for them to know this because maybe they don't because it didn't occur to me that they didn't know it and that's that I I talk to their ex their moms my exes yeah yeah which um, which you have three three exes I mean I'm not trying to make fun of anything I'm just saying yeah. yeah I got three you have more than three there's only one you don't talk to yeah okay stop with that math okay <laughs> but anyway they were like Parker it came up we were talking about his drum set and I threw something in there and he goes how did you know that I said well mom told me. And he had that look on his face. And Jackson, the same way. He, he was talking about a band performance. I said, yeah, uh, it started late. He goes, how did you know that? And nobody said anything. I said, well, Mom told me. Okay, and, so he, they're just they now get, hip they, to the they fact that They get that, that look on their face like, Oh, oh, they communicate. Like, Maybe they they're talk. putting some dots together, which they might need to, because mm-hmm. if they think it's a completely different world at your house than her house, yeah. then they, you know, they thought it they could 
act a fool in one place. Exactly. And, That's the realization I think they got. And and, <laughs> and also, too, I That's think funny. it lets them know that it wasn't yeah. all, okay, divorce, we don't talk anymore. It's just, yeah. I, I pick you up, I drop you off kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That, and, it, it, look, kids of divorce are lucky if the parents can be adults. You have to be an adult about it yeah. for your ch- your children's sake. It's not their fault that, you know, it didn't last or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm not saying I've been an adult the you whole have? time. Uh, well... There have been times I have not been. And when yeah, I was drinking, it was even worse. But now it's like, I feel like I'm on great terms with the exes. Yeah, and yeah, that's great. I mean, that really is a blessing. You know? And remember, we ran into one of your exes, ex number two, recently. and <laughs> we, she, We've numbered him, Sam. Yeah, thank you. No, that's my way of not saying her name. Because, anyway. Yeah. Um, she had nothing but good things to say about you. <laughs> she had no good things to say about you? <laughs> she had nothing but no. good things to say about you. That is a gift to your children. That's Yay. So anyway, kids, if your parents are divorced, they are talking to each other. So watch what you do. Yeah. Don't, don't play them off each other. How to end a social conversation gracefully. Um, I've ne- What? Turn and walk away. I have never had a problem doing this. And then I married Murphy all those years ago. And I wa- Sam, you know it's true. I oh, watch him struggle in this. Well, because the grace- social things at all. The graceful thing is the part of it. I know people who will just walk away from a conversation, but that's not me, you know? Yeah, but you kind of get stuck. You bring up you bring up yeah. the topic again. You're like, yeah, so call me about yeah. that. We think we can make it happen. I feel like saying you've already you guys have already said that. Yeah, when there's the mutual, okay, this conversation's over. I'm gonna go visit and I'm gonna do it. But it keep continuing. I know he he just keeps. You just keep. I think that's the only problem you catch into. You get into. You don't know the the way out. My deal is, oh, this has been great. I, Mm-hmm. Thank you. Extend the hand. A handshake and this has been great is a goodbye. But you have to understand, I did that two times in a conversation last week and, and, and it, 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 I couldn't exit it. Really? Yeah. Well, how about this? Thanks. You Excuse know. me, do you know where the men's room is? <laughs> walk away because you have to go to the bathroom. I did that. I was like, I need to find the ladies room. And I did go yeah. find the ladies room. I can't Who's going to argue with I, that? I can't use the bar question anymore. Oh. You know where the bar is? Um, anyway, uh, you know, Jody, I know is going to give some sound advice on how to exit this in a minute, but I do have to say that, you know, when Jody and I are standing together, what winds up happening is she does ask the restroom question and then leaves me hanging there. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> well, now, I'm so, like, I can't so, be responsible so for your social. Exit, she exits issues. the conversation by pawning it off on me. I don't. Yes, my husband knows a lot more about this. Yeah. Anybody know where the bathroom is? <laughs> I'm sorry. You are good at everything managerial, things that I can't do. But in a social situation, I can get out of it. I need to. And that's why it's time It's time to leave. And like we're, when we all go somewhere together, Sam, you know it. We can't leave because Murphy's still talking to people. Mm. And one thing is that you really do enjoy talking I to people. I love conversation so with social. people. I love people, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, y- there are even non-verbal things that you can do if you start looking not at that your, one sam <laughs> start looking at your phone thanks or if you were if you were sitting and then if you stand up and extend your hand that's a non-verbal yeah. i'm oh, ending look, I, this but i've done that but you you would be surprised some people don't respond to that cue you get up okay. you start you walk three feet i mean it's some people it don't. is as well that's different that's someone who doesn't take a social cue most people do another thing is just it, this has been great thank you so much <laughs> when it's come to its natural end it's okay for you to politely end it. Maybe some people just enjoy talking to me so much they don't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. Hey, Jody, do you know where the bathroom is? Like, There you go. Uh, Jody, I don't think we ever really got to the end of the 
but how to end social conversations and set, settings where you're not. Yeah, we didn't get to the advice. Exiting. You have trouble doing that, Murphy. Yeah. And it's it's always true when you're trying to leave somewhere. The girls, if, if, if our girls are with us, like, why, why does dad keep talking? So they recognize it too. Yes, they do. Mm. And look, you're just a social butterfly, Murphy. Yeah. See, I don't know that it's a problem exiting. Those things are not a problem for me exiting. It's the fact that I'm enjoying visiting and everybody else is ready to go. <laughs> that's the problem yeah, That's there. a problem for everybody, <laughs> It's though. everybody else's problem. Yeah, problem. it is. It is. I do, I do stand by the, the observation that you continue to bring up the conversation. When it does, I've seen it come to its natural close and then mm-hmm. you go again. Well, but I know you're supposed to be habit. giving the tips here. Right? Right. I think what happens is if I'm not paying attention and I get distracted and then I don't exit gracefully, you then I'm, st- I'm stuck in the conversation. Right, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, first of all, don't feel like it's rude. It's a natural part. Conversation begins, there's a middle, and there's an end. It's okay for you to be the alpha who ends it. It really is. And you're very much an alpha, Murphy. So one of the best things to do is, okay, um, oh, it's great to catch up with you, but I do need to speak to some other people here. Oh, like, yeah. Do it with a purpose. Now, don't just go sit down and eat a taco. You need to go straight to some other people. He said he was going to talk to right, other people. Right, but there's someone yeah, other- you're right. Thank you for this. I do need to go catch somebody else before we leave sort of a thing um the other one is the bar i need to go grab another drink you need anything you know whatever which is fine it doesn't have to be alcohol sam it's true i need a diet coke works um if you'll excuse me there's someone i need to speak with over there oh really who whatever you know what that actually well as long as you're not faking it that's true i didn't think about that because that is respectable you know it what is. i mean and i'm sorry respectful respectful yeah. and the last and final one and this is the one i use all the time but if it's true i mean usually it's true do you know where the ladies room is i need to go to the ladies room nobody's gonna tell you but wait stop and keep talking to me well i shouldn't ask where the ladies room is <laughs> no that's true sam that would make creeper. you a creeper um you know you can always you, you don't you don't have to make it any more complicated than just the question right you don't need to say something like you know i feel like uh forrest gump after all those dr peppers in the movie <laughs> yeah i had that brisket over there where's the uh, restroom at uh. In case you missed it, check it out on our podcast. Three easy ways to end a social conversation if you just are ready to get out and you have trouble getting out of the conversation. It happens. There are tricks. There are things to say and things to do. Okay. This is provided you actually want to do it politely, right? Exactly. (laughs) Professionally and politely. uh, Gracefully. That's on yesterday's podcast. You can also call or text us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Darlene? Great. I was just listening on 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 my radio, obviously, and listening yes. to you guys talk about the conversation and how to end it and that kind of stuff. And yes. I just wanted to let you guys know you're literally describing like one of the most difficult things that I deal with with oh. my husband. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it's great, like it's great, but I have the opposite problem because I have a really short attention span, and if we're not <laughs> talking about something extremely topical, I'm like out. Me too. And I'll come back like thirty minutes. Like, yeah, I'm like, babe, really? And so anytime we take the kids. They're like, oh my gosh, dad's talking again. I said, well, you might as well get comfortable because he's not going anywhere. Our kids know the same thing about Murphy. He just finds Mm -hmm. it rude to ever exit a conversation. I do. And if I'm not 100% interested, I'm like, where's the bathroom? (laughs) You know? Everybody he sees, it's like they just, he just saw him yesterday. And then they pick up and go into an hour long conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyways, I just want to guys know I really, um, 
enjoy listening to you guys, but um, we feel your pain too. <laughs> Thank you. And you give some of those pointers to nice. your husband. Yeah, and it, but it is nice to have someone because sometimes I am a little bit more aloof and, and I feel more comfortable being next to him because sure. I see how easily he does have conversations, so it helps me out That's a little bit. That's nice. Sometimes. Yeah. But anyways, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Thank you. We appreciate you. everything you do. Well, thank you, Darlene. We appreciate mm. the call. I think Darlene might be referring to the pawn-off factor, too, there. You know, her husband's a good conversationalist, and you're not—you don't want to be involved. You just kind of pawn him off on your husband. I've never thought of it that way. I don't feel like I'm pawning you off on anyone, Murphy. You know me. I'm just oh, out. No, it, My attention no, span is sometimes sometimes a little bit. It's funny to me, hummingbird, because I mean there are conversations that I enjoy being in, and then there's if there are some conversations where I, I'm trying to move with you because we need to get out, and then you're like, you've got to go to the restroom. That's where it gets weird for a minute, you know. <laughs> when you I'm get sorry. past that point where you can have the the com- comfortable conversation, right. it starts to get awkward. I tell you what, I will be more sympathetic to your inability to get out of the conversations in the future, okay? So my exit will also more more often include you. Murphy, yeah. let's us go to the bathroom. That's right. Thank you, Darlene. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Disney is getting rid of all cigarettes. They I didn't are. know there were cigarettes at Disney well, anyway. Well, okay, never, it never occurred to me that, you know, yeah. I don't equate wait, wait, wait. smoking with going no. around Disneyland. I have a pair of mouse ears and a pack of Marlboros. I don't remember seeing smoking at Disney World either. I um, know that Walt Disney used to smoke, yeah. that's like a, a and train. That, and that's ironic. Actually, I think that's what he wound up dying from, honestly. But okay. most people, Cur- I know, nobody, nobody wants to talk about that. Uh, currently at all Disney resorts, it's, it's you cannot smoke in the rooms or on the balconies. They have designated okay. smoking areas at the hotels. Okay. I didn't know this. And in the parks, you can... It's open, so you can smoke. But now, okay. starting May the first, Disneyland, Disney World, all of that, no more smoke smoking. Free. Yeah. Okay. Well, and is that because they believe that smoking is just plain goofy? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, <laughs> I guess not. Well, they tested so, the effects of smoking on certain mice. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I mean, I don't like to admit this. Well, I guess I do because it should be a lesson that that's, you know, smoking is something you actually can quit when you try hard enough. The, I quit smoking in what two thousand, Jody? I think I don't know when two thousand, two thousand one. Um, but the last <laughs> the last cigarette that I had was at Disney. It was at Disney World. <laughs> and it, was it? Yes. And what? here's here's what's even worse about was that. Was it with Sam? It was. With yeah, that? I actually fell off the wagon <laughs> in two thousand six. And that's where I had, I mean, one more, Sam and I, oh. and the three of us were actually there together. Oh, that big resort. And, and Sam and I wound up on the lawn. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, that's not about well, smoking. That was about well, drinking. Well, 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 well this, life has changed a lot. Right? And so that's where I fell off the wagon. And, literally. And, and that literally was the last time I ever did. So, you know, I mean, good. I'm glad they're giving it up. Otherwise, somebody probably would have come and, you know, hauled me off. Was that the night like that. we ran into air supply at Disney? It was. That wow. was really weird, too. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about how actually we didn't want to be sitting in the... Con- we were glad we weren't in the concert room because our music's so wimpy. Yeah. And I was talking to the wife of the bass player. I'm like... So anyway, you know, I, yeah. I think I'll go have a cigarette. I remember, you know what I remember about that night? You two were so obnoxious. I left with our friend Jim. Remember yeah. that? To run an errand? Remember that? Yeah. I do remember I know, now. I know. I'm sorry about that. Okay. So, I didn't that's know why, you had it. That's why life has changed, you know? Yeah. We, we've grown up. We also called a few friends at two in the morning. <laughs> All at Disney World. 
trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actor Morgan Freeman getting a ton of love on social media, and I think rightly so, for turning his 124-acre ranch into a honeybee sanctuary. Um, he brought in 26 beehives from another place, from Arkadelphia, into his Mississippi property, and and it's it's an effort in an effort to just. Well, the honeybees are endangered right now, right? In the population dying? Is that what's happening? Yes, absolutely. And it's so important. So he says, you know, he's planted magnolia trees, bee-friendly magnolia trees and lavender on the ranch. He also feeds them sugar and water. He has no plans on harvesting the honey. He just doesn't want to disrupt their hives. But he does feel way comfortable going out, you know, being among them and all this, like putting the water and all that in the hives, the sugar water. And so when he first started doing this a couple now he's doing it like big time. He's doing it well. Yeah. When he first started a couple of years ago, he was open about it too and he visited with um Jimmy Fallon about it. And what I've discovered is that I don't have to put on a bee suit or anything to to feed them. That's wrong. That's that's a, that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> you get stung by bees. Never been stung. You are going to get stung by a bee. I'm never going to get You're stung. You're going to get stung by a bee, Morgan. Please wear stung. a beekeeper outfit. I, I'm not going to get You should get even leave the house There was a, a beekeeper bee. I know who was Jordanian. He never puts on a suit. But and there's he something said, because, you know, no, well, you have to resonate. You, you should you, always. Jimmy. Then why do they have the outfits, Morgan? They have the outfits for people who can't resonate. <laughs> what? That's funny. I happen to sort of believe in that a little bit because we've seen people do it forever. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never, even if I was resonating like crazy, I would still be respectful of nature so much so that I would believe that I would get stung. I'd I'd be afraid I'm resonating the wrong thing. Yeah, right. uh, When I was in college, I did a video package in one of my classes on a beekeeper. Right. So I and I wore the uniform or the uniform, the suit because I wasn't getting out there and getting stung. Right. Did you feel like an astronaut in that suit? I, I felt protected. <laughs> exactly. The beekeeper just wore the hood, the head. Sure. I wore the whole suit, though. That's uh, cool. So then after that, did you also go do the shark cage thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. I really want somebody to do a documentary on, on this. Like on the, the bee, Morgan the Freeman's yeah, I agree. actual be cool. bee sanctuary at his property, if he'd allow them to. And he's so open about it. I hope they'll do it. And we're big believers in fun before, during, and after. So uh, that means after the show podcast today, fun, more, more fun that you can enjoy after the show and only online. Um, I forgot to tell you what I got my mom for Mother's Day. Okay, you know, we Sam. went to visit, and I didn't wasn't really planning on getting her anything. Yeah, that's okay. Well, the, the problem visit with, is nice when Sam brings something that usually is one of those. Why? What you doing this for? Right? Yeah, yeah like, I told you, you needed... not to get me nothing. Okay. So, in, in fact, when we went to get hamburgers. Right. Because Parker wanted hamburgers. She wouldn't let me pay. She gave the lady her card when we walked in and said, don't take his card and don't give that back to him. Aww. So it's like, what are you supposed to, you know, it's like, you're not going to get in a fight with mom on Mother's Day. No, you can't. At the register. Let her do. Let her be. Let her be mom. So, uh, you know how I have that tendency to order things that pop up in my feed? Yes, Sam. Uh, Well, I was sitting there just uh, minding my own business and Ancestry dot com the dna test popped up on my feed and i was like you know what mom would like that what? because she's always talked about her crazy family from germany okay yeah. you know and so it's like i got it and i shipped it to her and she should wow. either get it today or she might have got it yesterday i don't know so you 
and it's the one where you swab your your thing, you stick it in the envelope, and send it off, and they sure. send it back. Okay. So she starts. I told her I was like, "Look, this is coming, so look for it in the mail. Don't throw it away because it's for you." Sure. What do I need that for? I was oh. like, "Because it's cool. It tells you where you came from." Well, I know I came from Germany. She can't she, accept she the gift. She started rattling off German names of pre, you know, family members, and it's like, yeah, I know that, Mom, but you don't know where else you came right, from. Right, exactly. What's in your DNA? You wow. both are this way. You have gift hurdles. Whenever she got you an Instant Pot for Christmas, you deflated her balloon immediately. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. You did the same thing to her. Jody says those are no good. Oh, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said. So I, I think I may have, con- I mean, because if it would have come before I got there, I would have swabbed her mouth myself. I would have held, held her down and yeah. swabbed her. But I was like, just swab it. And it, well, how long does it take to get back to me? I was like, I, I don't know. You didn't care a second ago. All the novelty's worn off by yeah, this point, yeah. right? I was like, forget it. Throw it away. <laughs> so I don't know. Whenever I find out anything, whether or not I hope she, she does it, it for and, your sake. Well, you know what it's going to be. I already know. Right. Well, you see, I knew that. It says 85% German. I told mm. you that. Mm. Well, or if she doesn't want to use it, you know, give it to your brother. Maybe we can finally find out where he came from. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, because I know where he is. At her house. And hey, we've got a sergeant calling us this morning. Ooh. Sergeant Taylor Easley, good morning. Pretty well, excited to talk to you guys. Yay. Oh, we're we're excited, excited to, to talk, talk to, to you. you. Good. We were talking about ch- kids. As early as being a junior in high school, they start feeling the pressure of naming a major, knowing what they want to do with their lives, you know, picking a school. And having even. it all planned out. Right. And, and we were, I am for, hey, you know, slow down, go in the Try a few things area first of your interest. Then, yeah. Right. And then you reached out to us with a really good message we wanted you to be able to convey. Absolutely. They should experience life and, and college, kind of like, like what you guys said, with an open mind. Mm-hmm. They should figure out who they are and how, how they can best serve the world. And what I see time and time again is young men and women join the Army, not just to serve their country, but to, you know, to get their college paid for. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people um, miss that message sometimes with the Army, that you know, the Army is here to, mm-hmm. to help with those benefits, and, and we can pay 100% tuition. Right. I think the desired end result for everybody is pretty universal, and I think everybody wants a good job that they enjoy, mm-hmm. and that they want to be debt-free in life, and that's, that's really something the Army can help with. You've seen it lead to a lot of interesting places and careers for people. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know they'll serve honorably for three years, mm-hmm. which is the minimum for, for these benefits. And then they'll get out, and um, you know, I know some people that that work for Google. I know some people that work for Apple. I mean, the, the success stories don't stop. They earn that that motivation, that discipline, um, work ethic, just a lot of things, a lot of qualities that employers around right. America look for. I love that you reached out to us about this. I'm completely distracted now that Sam just pointed out to me on a note. He just slipped me a note <laughs> that you sound like uh, George Clooney. Oh, and yeah. you do. <laughs> oh, Sergeant Easley, have women told you that before? Um, well, women have said that I have a radio voice. Well, ah. you, have a cl- you do sound like George Clooney. Yeah. Okay, oh. I'm really, not, I'm really not trying to take it off. Yeah, that only I took two wanted- questions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously. So we want parents to know that the army that the military can pay for college and that for kids to know it can help you find yourself it's not just about where you may you know be sent absolutely and 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 a lot of people don't understand um like how much the army offers it's it's crazy you know i didn't really understand it Mm -hmm. until i became i guess ingrained 
mm-hmm. in the Army, but the Army offers like 180 different jobs. And we're talking like physical therapy, dental specialist, radiology, wow. biochemist, mm-hmm. graphic design, journalism, paralegal. I mean, if a, a city, if just a city needs it, mm-hmm. the Army offers it. Sergeant Taylor Easley, thank you so very much. Thank you guys so much. All right. To prove it's uh, the little things that really matter the most, what's your happiest childhood memory? 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Nikki? I'm doing all right. I was calling to let y'all know about one of my fondest memories that I have. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> my uh, my dad, being a single father, used to sit down and help my sister and I with our uh, with our homework every week. Mm-hmm. Oh, love. When I was in fifth grade... We were doing, um, our spelling words were the 50 states. Mm-hmm. And um, we had just had the uh, video class where, you know, it talks about your body's changing and things like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. So as we're going through, my dad was, you know, my dad helping me with the spelling words. He, you know, sounded out, he was sounding out the words, you know, Cali-4-9-A, California. <laughs> Love it. Love your dad. Love it. And which, to this day, to this day, I cannot spell California unless and, I found it out like that. And that's that. okay. <laughs> that's how, that's how yeah. you need to be taught to spell Great. something. I do Wednesday. Day. Oh, me too. I do Wednesday that way. Wednesday. Okay, Nikki, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but amongst all of it, as he as we're doing this, mm-hmm. when we get to Virginia, mm-hmm. he says ver jack nuh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, I laughed hysterically about it because that, you know, we had just had the sure. class in school. Sure. But, you know, he was actually pronouncing it, sounding it out so that I could learn how to spell it. Right. Ah, uh, but he, did he know why you were giggling? Was it an awkward moment or was Once fine? he realized, he, he, he caught himself and he realized what he had said and sure. he was like, oh my God. Aww. And he was so embarrassed. Yeah. So embarrassed over it. Yes. But, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. No kidding. That is literally one of my fondest memories right. as a child. But like I said, even to this day, yeah. uh, I, and I'm having to write names of states or things, yep. there's several of them I cannot spell unless you say I it. put it all together like you sounded it out. Love it. Love it. It's yeah. good stuff, Nikki. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. And I won't ever mess up the spelling of Virginia ever okay. again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Most fond childhood memories. We do this because it's like if you're raising children now, it's just the time you spend together and the funny little ha-has that you don't plan. Mm-hmm. 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Um, keep your calls coming about your favorite childhood memories. Proving that they're simple. Always simple. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, morning, Brittany. What's up? Um, I was listening to y'all broadcast this morning. I picked my husband to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about childhood memories. Yes. I want to think that my most favorite thing that I can always look back on and remember is my great-grandfather. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, before he passed away, just about every morning when I was real young, He'd wake us up, or wake me up at like four in the morning, and we would peel apples together, cut them up, eat them together, and then we would load up all of our fishing poles and tackle boxes and stuff, and we'd go fish for hours and hours. Most of the time, it was more about having to rehook or, you know, put a worm on my hook and (laughs) make sure I don't walk off or drop my pole or whatever, but that was like my life for... I want to say a good three, four years before I 
got too old to go out and then, mm. you know, the cancer got him and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. that's got to be my most sweet favorite thing about my childhood. And so just yeah. apples in the morning, huh? That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> it's, and isn't it funny you associate something like that with somebody because they're the adult. They're leading. My grandmother used to always have right. jam or jelly on her toast. And she would sit there with her legs mm-hmm. crossed in her robe and slippers and eat that like she was a proper British lady. <laughs> but she was in her kitchen eating a piece of toast. You know, I associate that with her. Yeah. So right. sweet. Yeah. I love it. And now every time and now every time I eat apples with my daughter, mm-hmm. I mean, she never got to meet him, but mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll peel them with her the same way. That's so sweet. Thank you, Brittany. Little things like peeling apples, um, childhood memories. What's your favorite, well, happiest? Because you have a lot of memories. Yeah. 877. That's a whole different show one day. It is. It's okay. <laughs> Let's focus on the good ones. Okay. You know what kind of to pass down to your kids. Yeah. Little things. 877-310-4675. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So we know that Tom Hanks is signed on to play Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis Presley's manager in an upcoming Boz Lerman biopic musical. And Boz mm-hmm. Lerman brought us things like... Moulin Moulin Rouge, Rouge. so you know it's going to be beautiful, artistic, and musical, but it's going to be the story of the manager, Colonel Tom Parker, so... Colonel Tom uh, Hanks. Yeah, uh, that'll be the headline, (laughs) but guess who wants to play Elvis? Now, Boz Lerman wants an unknown to play Elvis, but Adam Lambert says, hey, what about me? He says, I've been compared to Elvis. I can do Elvis, and he can do the singing. He Man, can do he the would, singing. And he could look like him, too. Totally. It's, it's a great idea. Yeah. So uh, n- no word on whether they're going to even screen test him for that. But, hey, you want something, you have to be the one to say, I do want this. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. We've added some stuff to the Not So Serious Book Club, and I really wanted to kind of get to it and tell you there's some really good fun, like, beach reads in there, an old novel that a friend of mine loves called Summer Secrets, and then, you know, there's some new stuff in there that would make a good beach read. Okay. And um, there's also a new Jennifer Weiner book. and and, and Who? Jennifer Weiner. She wrote In Her Shoes. She's written a lot of funny chick lit, I guess. Oh. You would enjoy that kind of stuff, Sam, actually. It's yeah. your kind of it's your kind of rom-com movie, the kind of stuff she writes. <laughs> oh. Her newest one comes out tomorrow. You can't even really get it till tomorrow, but I wanted to put it up there because I always enjoyed her work and it's about these two sisters in their li- you know, their lives together in the 50s to present day. So it's one of those stories that goes back and them trying to just fit in and feel mm-hmm. who they are today in our very changing crazy world. Uh, Mrs. Everything is what it's called. Gotcha. So we've added that to the Not So Serious Book Club. There's also the Goldfinch in there, and that's not a brand new book. Sounds like a James Bond movie. Yeah. Well, it's this beautiful novel. It's really beautiful, and there's a movie coming out this year um, starring Nicole Kidman and Ansel Elgort, I want to say. Oh. So um, a, a lot of stuff there for you, and some new summer reads at murphysamandjody.com. So before you head out on summer vacation, I wanted to tell you something about Waze, you know, the app Waze. Oh, yeah. Google owns both Google Maps and Waze, but they're just two different things. And people still argue about which one's better. Which one's better. better. Yeah. That's right. And I'll Google laughs. And I go back and forth, you know, but there is a a big... Why don't they combine them? Because they're two different things. I don't know. Um, There's an improvement to Waze that I'm really excited about because... 
the thing about ways is, you know, if you see something on the side of the road or in the road or whatever, you can warn others. Yes. And then so as you approach, it's going to say, you know, there's an object in the road or a stalled vehicle on the side or Murphy you know, loves it. He, you're always giving us a play-by-play of, yeah. see, see, it just said there was a tire in there. Look, there's a tire in the road. It's 250 feet. There it oh is. Oh my gosh. Right. Oh my gosh. And you have to confirm or deny it. Right. right. The problem with it uh, until now is that you've actually had to physically touch the screen or your passenger had right. to actually put that in. They're going to, vo- they've now created voice command for that so that you can now say, hey, there's an accident on the side of the road, whatever, you know what I mean? And right. It, it knows that point on the road, boom, yeah, and, and you can talk to it and tell it that that's Good. there. Because I've always been kind of concerned about that. You know, I, I've always wondered if there are that many people on ways, they can Telling can't be, you stuff. Yeah, telling me stuff. Are they paying attention to the road? Or are they, you know, because <laughs> Are they causing problems? Probably not all, all passengers, but, yeah. uh, but I just thought that that was cool. And I've also noticed recently that Google Maps is starting to pop up with things that, you know, like there's debris in the road and stuff like, like ways. that. Like hmm, Yeah, so maybe they will hmm. become one one day, Sam. Yeah. You know what? They're not going to become one. You know why? why? Because it works for the so many people to think they're two different things and you're curious <laughs> about which one's which. Meanwhile, they win. Yeah. You're sampling everything they've got. Yeah, you're right. Telling you. <laughs> You know you can listen on your schedule whenever you want to by downloading the podcast and listen to the whole show that way and even after the show. The after the show podcast, yeah. yeah. And it's free to download. Just go wherever you normally get podcasts or in the iTunes store mm-hmm. or Google Play.